0: V Clubbers, this is your senior editor, John Tatey, back with another edition of Mom on Pop, the podcast where my mom, Bonnie Tatey, talks about all manner of pop culture. Mom, are you there? Are you on the line? I am. Now, we missed an episode a couple weeks ago.
1: Yes, we did.
0: I was a little busy.
1: Yes, which I really don't approve of.
0: You don't approve of me be, being busy?
1: <laughs> no, not that busy. Not that busy that you know we can't take care of business.
0: Well, I was taking it was uh, June was was a hellish month indeed, but July's a little more normal, and we're yes, we're getting back to business here. I think that uh, you're. Already loyal listeners have have missed you. Uh, so today we're getting a little nostalgic, right? We're going to, right? We're going to go back in time. Stuff that you liked as a kid and stuff. That you said that you've put together a list of things that uh, that you think I liked as a kid. You, right. you remember me liking
1: TV on TV,
0: right? Okay, and I don't I don't remember this. I, yeah, I don't, or I don't know what this list is. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you remember. But first, let's talk about uh, this show. You wanted me to watch uh, the Science of Stupid on the National Geographic Channel.
1: That's right.
0: Now, uh, tell me what this show is.
1: Well, the show is sort of a combination of funniest home videos right. m- mixed with science. But what I realized after I watched three episodes. And some of them I had already watched. But when I watched the three episodes this morning, because I knew we were going to talk about it, is that I kept waiting to get back a C test from Mr. Pitts, my science teacher in the seventh <laughs> grade, because that's really what it's all about. It, talks about. it talks a lot about friction and center of gravity and levers, and um, it's it was sort of um, uh, it was making me uncomfortable until I finally realized that all those words are are indeed from my seventh grade science classes.
0: Right, and I, I'm glad you said that because that's about the, this, this isn't exactly Cosmos, right? I guess I'll put it that way.
1: <laughs> no, but, you know, there's so many pratfalls, which I am just a big sucker for.
0: Okay, so that's, so I was watching this with Anna last night uh, with my wife, Anna, you know her. I do. First of all, it's extraordinarily violent. The the videos, I mean, it seems beyond America's Funniest Home Videos level. Like America's Funniest Home Videos mix it up with some funny things, some cute things, but I feel like science is stupid just a constant assault of violence. And the episode I watched, the guy gave this uh, explanation of how ice forms, and then we had a, a run of uh, videos where people were Banging their heads on the ice or falling through ice—yeah,
1: holy yeah. lord!
0: <laughs> you love it.
1: I'm embarrassed to say that I I do. I just I don't know what it is.
0: Don't be embarrassed. You know, we all have we all have trash that that we like. So there's there's no you judging. Think so? Yeah, oh, definitely. But
1: people really are getting hurt. You know, it that's does. <laughs> what makes me feel bad about it. But when, you know, one time we were—I was walking with my girlfriend when we were in Philadelphia, and this guy was in the middle of the street, and we were hurrying across the road, and he tripped on a manhole cover and he fell, and I, I almost fell down next to him laughing because, I I just find that so hilarious, and everybody was running over. Oh, are you all right? And it's it's embarrassing.
0: You always have found that hilarious. I remember when someone would uh, fall down spinning the big wheel on the prices right, there was I never heard such delight.
1: I know. I, I can't I just can't even help it. And I can't somebody told me one time, well maybe you're you get nervous when you see that happen. Yeah. And I've sort of leaned on that crutch.
0: Well, I think that's true. I think that's true. Cause I've seen it where, you know, Where, you know, someone in the family takes a fall or something, and you're concerned, but at the same time, you can't stop laughing. I think that's a common thing.
1: Do you think so? I I hope it is. I hope it is, because I've always felt odd. I do enjoy that. But, you know, um, the shows that I watched had people trying to uh, finesse the pole, pole dancers, and...
0: Finesse the pole.
1: Pole dancers, you know, yeah. doing pole dancing. Yeah, do you yeah. know what that is?
0: I do. Yeah, I've just never heard it expressed in that colorful or I well, don't know. I didn't. I, it's such a floral way my, to put it.
1: I didn't. I didn't start that sentence correctly. <laughs> so I had to clean it up along the way. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we've got the pole finessers, um, and and what else did you see?
1: People chopping down trees.
0: And what happened? The trees fell on them.
1: Well, what they were saying is that you have to ascertain the center of gravity for a tree and perhaps cut that notch in the bottom. Mm -hmm. And what it ended up showing was lots of trees landing on people's homes and wrecking some of them.
0: Now, I love those.
1: Well, you'll have to catch that one because that's pretty funny because you can hear the woman on on the tape saying something like, well that's going to cost us some money or something. She's just sort of matter of fact about it. So that uh, was pretty funny.
0: Well, I don't know if I will catch it, because I, I found the show to be something, kind of an assault. And maybe I just picked the wrong episode to watch, but there was the ice one. The people right. falling through the ice, okay, but the people banging their heads and their legs on the ice. God, that just, ooh, it made me cringe. And then there was what uh, another segment with just a bunch of, a segment about electricity, and just a bunch of people.
1: Oh, oh my God, wasn't that Weird.
0: With, I don't know if you saw the same one, but people like touching the electric fence.
1: Yes, and all four of them getting
0: knocked Zapped. off their feet. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, man, yeah. it looks painful. Hey, you still watch that Pawn Stars? I do. Yeah.
1: And Storage Wars. I like Storage oh, Wars. Oh, God, that
0: Storage Wars is just death. I can't believe you like that.
1: Treasures. They're finding treasures, Jonathan.
0: It's so f- fake. I mean, Pawn Stars is pretty fake, too. <laughs> But oh, okay. Storage Wars is just a complete invention, and oh, no. a boring one. God, these characters are just all unlikable. Oh, I can't stand that show. Pawn well, Stars, yeah, I'll watch though.
1: You have to remember too that I'm not watching. I'm knitting while I'm
0: sure, I'm busy sure, yeah.
1: In my defense,
0: so you're not going to put like Fargo on in the background because you want to concentrate on that, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know what we're watching now? What's that? something with the word killing in it. The Killing? No, not the Is it The Killing? Uh it's a girl detective, she has red hair and she's solving the case of a young girl that's uh that was found in a trunk and she's this this woman detective is just obsessed with the case.
0: Yeah, it's called The Killing.
1: Oh, okay. Dad just usually says, are you ready for some killing? So I don't know. I never know what the names of the shows That's are. That's
0: nice. That's nice to hear in the evening, isn't it?
1: It is. <laughs> That's how we started.
0: <laughs> and are you enjoying the killing?
1: I am. Sorry. I am. I'm getting less interested in who killed Rosie, the young girl, because the it's getting quite complex, mm-hmm. but it's very enjoyable.
0: And how far into it are you?
1: I think we're near the end of the second season. Maybe we okay. watch two episodes every night.
0: Well, I think you lost interest in the killing of Rosie, probably in the same way that the show itself did.
1: So it seems. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's, an, that's interesting. Did you see that? Have you watched that?
0: Uh, I've seen some of it. I I just I no. I don't know the whole arc of it, but I have seen some of it, and I didn't. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't get into it. You know, sometimes you pick up stuff later.
1: That's right. Well, we, we're we a little late to this because we
0: I'm a, are. Big, I'm a big advocate for coming late to things. I mean, I know I work for a website where we cover everything as it comes out, and I enjoy being, you know, that feeling of being in the zeitgeist. But I also really like when I pick up on something late, I feel like I can relax, enjoy it at my own pace, right. and maybe I can form some different ideas about it that aren't influenced by the sort of hive mind. Really? Yeah.
1: Because boy, I am easily swayed by somebody else's opinion.
0: Well, that's just the thing. If you're if you're viewing it, you know, a year later or a year after it's been big or what have you, then your there's not so many people bouncing their ideas around about it. Right. Um, should we move on to our yes. list now that you've gotten? Thanks for those recommendations, by the way. That was nice. Yes,
1: you're welcome. You're uh, very
0: welcome. Okay, so whose list should we start with? Yours or mine?
1: Well, let's start with mine because mine's probably faulty.
0: you're okay, so you think your memories of your childhood are shaky?
1: Oh, not mine. You can't check mine' because I know what mine was here Here was one of my favorites. This was the only thing that was on Sunday morning. if you went to early mass, this was the only thing that was on sunday birdie the Bunyip
0: birdie the bunyip b u n y i p
1: that is correct
0: and uh so, what's that?
1: Well, I don't what know what bunyip? he was, but he was he had an Australian accent, and he introduced the cartoons that came on.
0: So was it a local thing?
1: Yeah, a very
0: local thing. Holy Lord, I'm looking at a picture of Bertie the Bunyip right now. it's it's uh, he's kind of terrifying. It's <laughs> very strange. I know. I know. Here's how Wikipedia describes it. It says uh, he was uh, Bertie the Bunyip was portrayed as a black-colored seal-looking character with a duck-bill type face. It's quite terrifying. <laughs> but but you loved Bertie the Bunyip or do you just love for the cartoons?
1: Well, I loved it for the cartoons, you know, as kids, you just kind of looked at them. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunyip. I mean, it never even occurred to me to wonder what it was. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And the other, and the other show that I like, this is what I like to eat dinner to if I was allowed to, was the Sally Starr show. She also was local, and she showed the Three Stooges, Clutch Cargo, and Popeye cartoons.
0: Now I think a lot of people know clutch cargo because, or they at least know what it looks like without maybe knowing that it's clutch cargo because uh, Conan O'Brien used to do that thing where it's just a mouth in a cutout of you know a, a face. Like he, oh, he used to do on his show like he'd have quote unquote Arnold Schwarzenegger on, and it would just be um, oh I forget who did Schwarzenegger it was it was um, Robert Smigel would do uh, an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, but he would just be the mouth in a cutout picture of Schwarzenegger, right?
1: Right, right.
0: But Clutch Cargo did it with cartoons. That's right. And what, who, what was Clutch?
1: Uh, I really, I don't know if he was an explorer. I don't know.
0: He had, he's got that big head, right? Yeah. I guess to accommodate the mouth. He was an adventurer, yeah. I guess, right?
1: Adventurer. That would be a good, that's a good word. Um, and Lassie. On Sunday night, Lassie. I always like to watch Lassie. So you never saw that, right?
0: I, I've only seen that on, on Nick at Night. I mean, I only know it through, through the cliches. Oh, okay. Timmy's, well, it was a Timmy's, very
1: serious show in my day.
0: <laughs> Timmy getting stuck in the well.
1: Timmy getting stuck in the well.
0: Which I understood never actually happened. Correct. Isn't it strange? But there was
1: lots of other disasters for him.
0: <laughs> Isn't it strange how these things come, come about, though? Like, I wonder how that Timmy stuck in the well. It was probably a joke on The Simpsons or something like that 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 made that the touch point for that.
1: I agree. I agree. It is funny how those things come come along. I mean, let's face it. Do you think anybody ever really slipped on a banana peel?
0: (laughs) Probably somebody did, right?
1: I don't know. I'm doubting it.
0: But, but yeah, that's. I wonder how that got started. How did the banana peel gag? Where did that start? Maybe it, maybe they had bananas in ancient Egypt, and it's it's <laughs> it's a joke that spans the millennia.
1: It's been on like cave drawings and stuff. Yeah,
0: that's,
1: that's probably a good a,
0: one. that's probably a vaudeville. I would guess that 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 was a vaudeville gag. Yeah, that
1: that makes sense. All right, here so here are these were two of my favorites when you watch these two shows. My all-time very favorite is Count Dracula. Right. Which I would love to see again. Love and ducktails. And I really don't really have an affinity for ducks, it's just that I <laughs> have to like those two.
0: Count Dracula was um was very funny. I remember one episode with a particularly long title that it was a farce, and one of the funniest uh, ep- one of the funniest episodes of cartoons that I've ever seen. Um, really? Yeah, I don't remember. It was just a ridiculous title. Let me look. Let me look it up. It's uh, an episode called "The Return of the Curse of the Secret of the Mummy's Tomb," meets Frank and Decula's Monster and the Wolfman and the Intergalactic Cabbage. <laughs> now I remember. Uh, I remember finding that hilarious. The computer's telling me that it first aired in January 1990, so I don't know if 24 years later it'll hold up. Maybe we should take a look uh, at that for another episode sometime.
1: Okay. All right, so here's my list, okay?
0: You don't want to talk about DuckTales at all?
1: Well, I really just like the scene song. <laughs> you to... didn't like the show? Uh, again, I like the duck. But you know, let's tell people who is your very favorite from that family of Ducktales. Who is Ma- your favorite?
0: Yeah, Scrooge McDuck has always been my favorite of the duck. Is characters. it because of the money? Well, you know, I was kind of obsessed. I shouldn't say kind of. I was obsessed with money, partly from my obsession with game shows. You know, I was all about right. dollar signs, and I was fascinated with money. So yeah, I was just fascinated by the fact that he had this. He had all the money in the world. It seemed. I don't know, it's hard to, I used to read the comics, I had all the comic, Uncle Scrooge yeah. comic collections, and they're just, it's just a great character, and I still feel underused by Disney, you know, aside from DuckTales, mostly ignored, I feel like.
1: Right, yes, and because I remember we went to the Disney store and tried to get something Scrooge McDuck, and all we could end up with was a an alarm clock.
0: I have that clock on my desk still.
1: Oh, that's really cute.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I. It's funny you remember that. I remember that too. Looking all over the Disney store for screwed stuff. Yep. It's all Mickey crap, and who wants Mickey crap? Come on.
1: I don't know. I don't know. He is so overdone.
0: <laughs> you know, they. Um, <laughs> did you see those Mickey shorts that were on YouTube last year? No. I'll send those. They're, they're very entertaining. Uh, Disney last year, uh, or maybe it was the year before they started doing this, but they made a series of Mickey Shorts. They may still be making them, and each one's about three minutes long. But the the animation is is modern, and it's the characters have been modernized somewhat for these for these shorts. It's a, a looser style, I guess. I'd say they're they're very funny. Like they okay. they'll make you like Mickey again. Uh, there's, there's one in particular about Mickey, uh, in the Swiss Alps, I think maybe on the Matterhorn or something like that. And that's, that's the, that's the funniest one.
1: Okay. I'll check that out. So that was
0: your list of things you liked from when you were a kid and also a little bit from when I was a kid, right?
1: Right. Right. But there is one more that I liked from when you were a kid. Okay. What's that? Pee-wee's Playhouse.
0: Oh yeah. Well, definitely. Now, who was your favorite non-Pee-wee character on Pee-wee's Playhouse?
1: Mm. Missy Vaughn?
0: Oh, really? Not Cherry?
1: Not Cherry. I liked those things, but, you know, Missy Vaughn, she was pretty funny to look at. And also, how about Cowboy Curtis? He got his start there, huh?
0: Cowboy Curtis made, it, made a big Reba the Mail lady, too. Uh, she may not be as, as big a star as Lawrence Fishburne, but she, Esipatha Markison has uh, was on the Law and Order series for a long time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know who else was on? Phil Hartman was on uh, Pee-Wee's Playhouse as Captain Carl. He
1: wasn't? Who, but who? I thought he was Jombie.
0: Jombie was a different guy.
1: That's right. That's right. He, that's God, so many funny people.
0: Yeah. You know, the the fact that Phil Hartman is dead still hits me.
1: I agree. He, he just had a very... Um, he was like one of those easy comedians. You know, he was just very good at his craft and he made it look easy, but I bet it wasn't.
0: Yeah, that's that's very well put. I mean, he just, he really, he was so perfect for his time, too. He came at a time yeah. when we were really ready to uh, parody these sort of TV conventions and yes. these broadcasting yeah. conventions. He was so great at like. On playing. news
1: radio, wasn't he the best? <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, that role was perfect for him. Any sort of pompous host or announcer character. <laughs> I mean, in all the characters he played on Simpsons. I don't know. I remember where I was when I when I heard that he died. I, I wow. was driving to a piano lesson, and they announced it on the radio. And, uh, God, I was so shocked.
1: It's a, I bet. I, I bet.
0: And I found that to be a common... You know, plenty of of stars die, and plenty of stars die before their time, but I found that to be a common story. When I talk to people about Phil Hartman, people really remember that that death. I think that he, you know, he was kind of this fatherly figure to a lot of people, so it's it's hurt especially hard when he went.
1: Yes, I I can understand that, yeah. All right, so here's the shows, ready?
0: These now, what is this, these are my shows?
1: These are the shows that I think you liked.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Okay, and we'll start with the ones that are not the game shows. Okay. ALF.
0: ALF, huh. <clears throat> now, you may remember that better than I do. I don't remember having a, oh, now that you say that, I guess I do. I guess I do remember being into ALF. How strange. I never would have put that on the list, but yeah, there was a stretch. I used to read the ALF comics, too. Yeah. I must have been pretty young, though. When Probably. Alf, when was Alf? Uh, Alf was late 80s, early 90s, I think, right? Is that right? I'm going to check here. Yeah, yeah, it ended in 1990. Okay. There was, so I sometimes found Alf a little disorienting. Like, there was one episode I remember where uh, Mrs. Akamonic, I can't <laughs> believe I just remember that name, but Mrs. Akamonic, the next door neighbor, she spots Alf. Um, and then she goes, so she she's invited on this talk show. It's like a human interest guest, like a late night talk show. And she comes on and she has a sculpture of Alf that she's made out of potatoes or something. Yeah. And she realizes that nobody is taking her seriously. And I remember being kind of upset by that episode because she couldn't, I knew she was right, but nobody yeah. on, the, on the talk show was taking her seriously right. And I... I remember being upset by the story because the premise of the story was that TV was getting it wrong. And, you know, to me as a kid, TV was an oracle. Like, I remember right. when, you know, like a, I remember another time there was this cleaning commercial on and Merrick, uh, my older brother Merrick, I think you know him, uh, I do. said... You know, oh, it doesn't really work that well, and I was I was upset by this. I said, no, it's it's on TV. It must they can't lie on TV. So I was very upset by that particular episode. But yeah, I do remember finding Alf fun. Um, The other thing I didn't understand is why he would always breathe on the screen in the in the opening credit sequence. Do you know what I mean? He he would like (laughs) puff on it and rub it off, and I didn't know what that was. Okay. This is
1: one I never. This is one I never watched with you. Sequest.
0: Okay. Sequest. Sequest was that was a that really got me into sci-fi.
1: You loved that show.
0: I was obsessed with that show. I was. They would often preempt it on NBC. Um, it would often be preempted by you know football or what have you, and this oh. drove me crazy because I'd look forward to it all week, and then I would tune in, and it would be, and I was not into football yet at that point. I was very. It was right. God. They did not do well by that show, and then they reinvented it in the second season. It got bad, and, yeah. then the, and then the third season was okay. But there was a year where I was really into that. I was. Um, I very much wanted to be Jonathan Brandis's character. Uh, rest in peace. That's that's another sad uh, celebrity death. Mm. And uh, I liked the talking dolphin Darwin.
1: Right. That's mm. right. Oh, I, I I can't say I was sorry to see that one leave. <laughs> I'm sorry, but and well, then and then this was this was really your creme de la creme, Star Trek: Next Generation. Well, yeah,
0: Sequest led me into Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, is Sequest that right? Was oh. my sort of sci-fi gateway drug, and Sequest was basically Star Trek: The Next Generation underwater.
1: Underwater, uh, right?
0: It was quite similar, but. Uh, Yeah, Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, I watched the last episode first, because I got into it at the end. And then we had to watch it every night for like a year. Every night. Every night we had to watch one of the Star Trek Next Generation reruns. Boy, you put up with a lot.
1: I don't think I stayed around for most of those. Dad watched them with you. He loved them. Yeah,
0: that was great. I loved that. I used to tape those. See, this, this drives me crazy. I taped them all, and I was... Not only did I tape them and I would pause for the commercials, but if I made an error in my taping, I would wait. There was another network that showed the same episodes, like the Ugh. next day or something like that. I would Pray. then watch it again and make sure to pause correctly this time to create this pristine library of every episode. And then, of course, a few years later, they just come out with the DVDs and everything. And all that effort was worthless. <laughs> but I didn't know.
1: Well, I know. I, I hear you.
0: You never know. You never know what they're going to come out with.
1: That's you know? right. That's right. That's entirely true. But really, really the god of television to you was game shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I thought you were going to say Bob Barker because he was
1: Well, he, you know, he he is the, you know, he's on the throne, but uh you know, you loved all those game shows, and, and I'm telling you, I don't think you ever sat down. You had to stand right in front of the TV, you know, with your hand down your pants and dance. <laughs> Wait, wh- <laughs> well, you can you can you were only little. It was a, it's little.
0: <laughs> with my hand? I no, I don't remember this.
1: <laughs> with well, you my were hand always down holding it.
0: Oh, lord.
1: Well, you can take that out.
0: Well, you I'm not. You can edit no, that. No, I want to be honest with the listeners, warts and all, I did. I do not remember um, masturbating to game shows. No, I no, you recall. weren't
1: masturbating. You were just kind of, you know, just something looks like people that smoke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not doing well by this.
0: <laughs> so I was, I was holding my member like a cigarette, is what you're saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, no, I don't know what was really going on in there, but you know it was probably very exciting for you to see. <laughs> oh, God, I'm really sorry. Don't
0: apologize; it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I've since broken that habit, so oh, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm not embarrassed. I by haven't it. seen you do it in quite some time.
0: Boy, well, the people who uh, are uncomfortable with the title of the podcast certainly are going to have trouble with with this particular installment.
1: (sighs) And you know what? I was so hoping that this time it was going to stay straight.
0: (laughs) Stay straight. Uh, Well... Oh, okay. well, failed, so, failed again. But this is when I'm, I'm like a toddler, then, you're talking,
1: right? Yes. Yes, but that was when your love of it started.
0: <clears throat> I say, well, yeah, apparently. Apparently, it was, a, it was quite a love affair.
1: Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's say this story, too, about prices, Right, because this is a good story, I think, is that when I was, I was going to make you a scrapbook, so I sent away for tickets to the prices, Right when you were about four So I could put them in the scrapbook for you. And then when the show went off the air with Bob Barker and you wanted to go, you got to use those tickets.
0: Yeah, this is the, I couldn't believe this, but uh, yeah, I wanted to go see one of Bob Barker's last shows. And uh, it was very difficult to get tickets. Uh, I even had a friend who worked at CBS and he was finding it difficult So in advance of the show, yeah, you said, you know, I still have these tickets and I researched it. And yet they didn't give those. They hadn't given those tickets out for a decade. They were just general admission tickets, not for a particular show. But CBS said they were still valid. So I went and saw one of Bob Barker's last shows on these. What? They must have been 20 years old, right? Yeah. These 20 year old tickets. That was amazing.
1: That was really neat.
0: So, other than The Price is Right, what uh, game shows were in heavy rotation? I remember watching Scrabble. Uh, right. Um, Sale of the Century. Yeah. Uh, Pyramid.
1: Right. That was really a big one, too, for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I still love all of these, but Pyramid has always been a special one. It's so tense and exciting.
1: Especially when Dick Clark says, hurry, hurry.
0: <laughs> you always hated that.
1: I hated it. It's like I'm standing here, i ready to have a coronary, and you're yelling, hurry, hurry.
0: <laughs> He's just trying to help. Yeah. Uh, Dick Clark, uh, to me, the $25,000 pyramid is as close to the platonic ideal of a game show that there is. That format is so tight, but just so reliably good.
1: I don't know. It was a little tense for me.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. So what's, what's your favorite of the shows we used to watch?
1: um i think wheel of fortune was one of my favorites
0: right wheel of, now i do remember doing the wheel of fortune theme song
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um which was i do putting my i like to pretend to be the wheel because they used to you know they got all these fancy graphics now but they used to just have a shot of the spinning wheel at the beginning and people would say wheel of fortune and then the and then the theme song would start now they're going to do it do 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 do
1: Without the bravado at the end it was just all solid doo doots.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was all doo doots. But they don't do that theme anymore. No. All right. Have we reminisced enough for the folks? Have we exhausted your list?
1: Well, what about the whammy show?
0: Press Your Luck, yeah. Well, I never caught that when it was originally on. I did watch that oh. when I was, I guess I watched that when I was in middle school on the USA, oh, okay. the USA Network used to uh, rerun a lot of those old game shows. So yeah, I caught Press Your Luck and uh, a, lot of, a lot of game shows. USA in the 90s was the best for game shows, man.
1: Now you can't find
0: one. So, uh, what would you like to talk about next time? Do you have any ideas?
1: Um, well, I did send you a book that I'm reading, and I don't know if you, if, did you see that?
0: Uh, which book is that? Uh,
1: Poking a Dead Frog, Conversations with Today's Top Comedy Writers.
0: Okay, let's talk about that next time, then. Well,
1: what if you don't want to read it?
0: Well, I'll, I'll read it. If I get halfway through and I absolutely hate it, then I'll just talk about that.
1: All right, and here's the other one, um, and here's the kicker conversations with 21 top humor writers on their craft
0: right we uh uh, josh actually reviewed this on the site and he quite enjoyed it so i'm sure i will too
1: all right so which one shall i read which one yeah Uh,
0: uh, i thought it was just one book
1: no those are two different books they are here's one called and here's the kicker
0: Oh, I thought you were saying the words, and here's the kicker, and you were still talking about, do you know what I'm saying? Have I
1: ever, no. I thought we were
0: still talking about poking a dead frog, and you said, and here's the kicker, John.
1: No, I would never say something like that.
0: And here's the kicker, you won't believe this. Did you hear about this? Can you believe this? (laughs) (laughs) don't even know what we're talking about now all right so next time we're going to talk about poking a dead frog conversations with today's top comedy writers recently released and reviewed on the ab club and i'm sure we'll come up with something else mom it's always a pleasure talking this was fun fun to uh, do something a little different this time
1: yeah i agree i i enjoy it very much i hope i hope everyone else
0: does I hope so, too. All right. uh, For Bonnie Tatey, I'm John Tatey. This has been Mom on Pop. We'll see you next time.